0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams Podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Good morning and happy Thursday, August 17, 2023. Nice to have you all with us. I'm Steve Schultz, host of both the Elijah List, which is a written uh, portion, and Elijah Streams that you're watching. We are in year 26 of bringing you the voice of the prophet's. And uh, loving every minute of it. God has been so good to this ministry, and we thank Him daily. And uh, and even in the giving, that you are all helping us to be able to give and give and give. You are the one sowing in, um, sacrificially in many cases. Uh, so We just take that very seriously. But anyway, we're going to have a short intro. I'm going to do something a little different this morning. Uh, before I do that, a uh, reminder that tomorrow will be Yvonne Atiya. She's got a great word of the Lord, or group of words from the Lord. Uh, I love it when she comes on. Uh, So it's going to be very, very special tomorrow and very revelatory. Uh, Okay, I'm going to do something different now. I have never on this broadcast told people uh, which church I attend. And I'm going to break that rule and tell people I'm going to admit it in front of you, the church I attend. I don't get there all the time. It's called Life Church in Salem, Oregon. We're going to bring on... Uh, Don uh, Don Finley, one of the pastors there He's a longtime friend He's been my pastor And his uh, son, daughter and son-in-law are I think they call that senior leadership or something I'll let him address that I want you to know about the, the life school that they are doing And I don't know the details that well So I'm going to bring Don on and talk about this I totally endorse the school How are you doing, Don? Good to see you
2: doing great thanks steve it's great to be with you today
1: yeah so i'm going to just I, you know i'm risking to kind of tell people this is my church i trust you guys i love you guys i trust your daughter and son in law and yeah and you know, we love
2: you too yeah
1: it's been a really fun relationship for years now so um so you've got this thing called life school and we have some graphics to to tell people about we'll rotate that a little bit and sometimes bring you on full screen but begin to talk about this life school and how people can quickly uh, sign up for a preview night and all of that. So go for it.
2: Well, yeah. What's on the screen right now is a preview night. It's something we do every year to invite people, let them come experience a little bit what happens in the school the rest of the year. And so that's next Tuesday night. But Life School is something we've been doing for oh, it's almost twenty years now.
1: Wow. And
2: uh, it started it's had several different forms, but the form we're at now is just a Tuesday night training, ministry training, growth training helping people discover who they are in Christ and grow in uh, just uh, their understanding of who God is, who they are in Him. There's a lot of teaching about identity, prophetic ministry, gifts of the Spirit. And so it's it's an amazing gathering where we we come together every Tuesday night in Salem at our church on 255 College Drive.
1: Now, is it fair to say... Is this is my observation, but do you represent yourself as a very prophetic church and that you, you uh, welcome the prophets? What, what's your thoughts on that?
2: Definitely, yeah. Um, my wife is the leader over the prophetic ministry in our church. We do prophetic sessions all the time with people. In fact, monthly we have people coming into the church. In fact, you were here that one time. Yeah, I was. A couple of I months ago. walked
1: in the door because one, one Sunday a month you, have, you you'll, you'll have a team back in that room Yep. prophesying yep. or if you come on that sunday you're lying uh-huh. if you you accept the invitation you may get prophesied over so what what sunday
2: is that of the month it's the last sunday of every month in fact this sunday would be one if somebody wanted a prophetic oh. word they come a little early about 9 30 for about an hour we have sessions that are going and um you just come on in and sign up and it's pretty amazing. But, yeah, I mean, I went there. I watch people coming out because they come out with tears a lot of times because God's speaking to them.
1: Yeah, I did too. I mean, the last time I went, you know, people said, "Well, Steve, why do you need a prophetic word? Look at all these problems." <laughs> hey, I'll take it whenever and however I can get it. You know, yeah. it could be children prophesying, and I'd be there. Right. You know, but now, to, now there's LifeschoolSalem.com. There, yes, is how do they uh, click on to the? Uh, well, let's talk about this. I'm going to talk about the church one after because these are all connected. So the Preview Nights, when you see that, you see the website there. And I went on that website and I thought, how come there's supposed to be a a link that says Preview Nights and I can't find it? It's because it's not that obvious. It's halfway down the screen. It's white Mm -hmm. against white. There's a little thing. So if you say it's not on the home page, it actually is. You just have to look at all of the buttons in the middle of the screen. It says Preview Nights.
2: Yeah, it's not essential to come to the Preview Night. That's just something we like to introduce with folks the first night of school starts on december 19th and it's it's an eight eight month program we go all the way up into the middle of may and so really the thing to do is to go to the website life the the uh, syllabus is there for the first year and the second year there's it's a two-year course to go through and so there's a lot of stuff you're going to see about the training there. What's the things that are going on this year we're excited about is my wife and I uh, handed over the leadership of the church about a, a year and a half ago. And Andrew has taken the lead of the school, too. And as in his young, passionate uh, way, he's kind of taken some leadership and we've been doing some reformatting.
1: Wow, so good. live
2: yeah. teaching. We're bringing a lot of teachers from the area. Different pastors and leaders are going to come in. Nice. Uh, before COVID, we almost had a 50 50 split because it's, it's never been just about our church. It's been more about the region that we want to yeah. see people get equipped. And so we had a lot of people from other churches. We were saying, this is not a church growing scheme. It is a kingdom expanding plan. And so we want you to, to get equipped and then empower uh, you, you to go back into your church and experience uh, growth and be a blessing wherever you're at. That's our and, real
1: goal. And pardon my ignorance, but because you're this, we're we're in an online world, and you mentioned get, signing up online. Is this only an in-person school, or does anything happen online? What?
2: Uh, right now, it's in-person. If somebody can't be there at the time, they uh, the school is going. You can we do a Zoom call for those folks, but it pretty much is in-person. We are looking in years uh, from now. We want to. Uh, expand to online and that will be added to the school later.
1: Okay. And one last thing, a couple things. Uh, the, the email there is right there. You have to write it down because it's not clickable. LS info at lifeschoolsalem.com. Yes. So email if you can't get through on the other way or make it work. Right. Get, ask them questions. See the phone number there. And then, Don, tell people about the church. Website. That's a different website, or can they get yeah, the ch- to it straight? There?
2: Yeah, the church website is lifechurchsalem.com
1: The same thing, yeah. like church, not in, life not church. Of life school. Yeah. Okay. All right. The lifechurchsalem.com dot All right, Don. I appreciate. It. I hope a lot of people will call, write, or register for that dinner. So that's going to be fun. That dinner yeah. is this coming Tuesday night.
2: Well, so. we do dinner every week when we start on September nineteenth. We just believe that gathering around the table and having fellowship and connection. Is just as important as the teaching part. So yeah. we we gather for for uh, food every week. We then we go into some worship. Sometimes it's live. Sometimes it's uh, uh, through YouTube. But we also have live teaching. There's small groups. We have um, alumni that have gone to the school to come back and uh, lead small groups now to encourage students in the process and growing in their understanding. We also do a lot of what we call activation, where when you're in a, you hear some teaching, we want you to not only hear it, but actually do. So there'll be processes and activations where you get to practice. So uh, the thing that you just learned, and it's really amazing.
1: So good. Well, you guys are all that in a bag of chips to you (laughs) because I've been there. I love you guys. I here's a, here's a strong endorsement. I trust you guys. I trust your school. I trust your daughter and son-in-law in that leadership position there's this is a church you can trust and so there's so many churches that maybe aren't as much trustworthy uh i'm not talking against any other place but i trust you guys so
2: well i'm humbled by that endorsement steve you mean yeah. a lot to us and, cool. and we love you and what you do so thank you for that
1: all right well god bless you guys and uh, we'll see you soon all okay. right thanks Don. blessings all right now it's time to bring in T- uh, Tim Sheets. I've been looking forward to this. So without further ado, here's Tim. Mr. Tim Sheets. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. I hope you're doing good. I'm doing
3: good. Yes. I wanted to
1: say to you, and I said this a minute ago off the air, but I want to say it publicly as well. Uh, The Sheets brothers, you know, Tim Sheets and Dutch Sheets, I have never seen a family, two brothers. So, you know, you're so different from one another, uh, in you know, personalities or delivery or whatever we said, but but you are th- so united in the spirit. You, when he gives you revelation, you listen seriously. When you give him, when he, uh, when the other way I just mix it, when you both share e- with each other, you listen and and then you become partners with each other's revelation. And so, uh, mm-hmm. I just really want to honor you publicly because it's such a rare thing to see two brothers in ministry for decades and being one in the spirit. So it's a total Uh, literal, not just figurative, Psalms 133, how how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together. Of course, that's talking about all the body of Christ. But when there's the literalness as well, I can't even imagine how happy this makes the Lord. So anyway, I'll honor you with that. Well, Well, you've got a lot to give today. So I'm going to just turn it over (laughs) to you and let you go for it, Tim.
3: Well, it's such a prophetic moment. And right now, a lot of what has been prophesied for the last three, four or more years, they're coming into a very unique moment, Steve. Um, such a powerful time. And yet, wow, what challenges we have. Yeah. In, in almost all seven mountains of the culture, there are giants that are going to have to be overcome. And the church is uniquely positioned by by King Jesus, Holy Spirit, Father, to begin to influence this and change things. But it's not going to to be an easy thing to do. And uh, perhaps you are hearing some of the things that have been prophesied concerning the great shaking that is about to take place. Uh, But it also brings a great reset. Um, I was June the 4th and this is something that I'm hearing from other prophets. uh, And I do have some prophetic words uh, that I feel like are right now in their moment. And when I say right now, I mean, right now, I mean, I feel like September on begins a very fierce war season for this nation and for the world, Uh, but it also will bring great reset. That's the promise of God. I came into the office, it was June the 4th, and I was just so burdened for our our country. Uh, I think most intercessors, and I know you have thousands of intercessors that. that are watching right now. And I know you, and who couldn't be not not be burdened for this nation it's taken paths that are just so wrong and uh, i was burdened and i heard these prophetic words from the lord uh from holy spirit that morning and i prophesied them and i've been prophesying them since with several prophetic words that i will get to uh as time permits and as the lord leads because i feel like when we come together like this, it is—it's it, it, not just good; it's vital uh, that we hear what Holy Spirit is saying. I mean, that's what the King told us to do: hear what Holy Spirit is saying. Um, and I'm, of course, with Elijah. List—you're you, kind of known for putting those prophetic words out there, and they are key to to what Jesus said. The church is often guilty of concentrating on what he has said. Mm -hmm. The king said, pay attention to what he is saying. So what we have to do is take what he has said, marinate it, pray it, decree it, steward it, water it, grow it. And it will come into moments where he is speaking presently. I feel there are present words that we must know right now. Mm. And, uh, but anyway, this morning, that that June 4th morning, Holy Spirit said, June, July, and August will be a time of preparation for the great shaking and the reset of the nation to its covenant roots. And then there was a prophetic decree. Um, And then we begin to hear from other prophets, dreams that they had. In fact, Dutch came in a couple of weeks afterwards, and he he talked uh, about a dream that he was given for September and October and a great shaking. Now, when Holy Spirit says great shaking, not just shaking, we need to pay attention but every time, and I know that you know this, but we'll give the basis of it from, yeah. from scripture. Every time he talks about a great shaken, he also talks about, don't you be shook. Be prepared. Any, any army that's going into battle prepares itself for that moment. And I feel like these three months, we have been preparing for a moment. And it's September and beyond. And a lot of the prophetic words are that it will probably go until spring. And um, the Holy Spirit said you're going to move into a fierce war season. Don't get shook. Now, hear these words from um, Hebrews 12 before I get into uh, a vision that, that the Lord gave me. Uh, everything that can be shaken will be shaken. This is Hebrew 12. Now listen to it from the Amplified Hebrews 12, or excuse me, the Message Bible, Hebrews 12, 25 through 28. So don't turn a deaf ear to these gracious words. If those who ignorant, uh, ignored earthly warnings did not get away with it, what will happen to us if we turn our backs on heavenly warnings? His voice that time shook the earth to its foundations. This time he's told us quite plainly, he will rock the heavens. I believe that his principalities and powers, thrones and dominions of darkness. He's going to shake things up in the spirit realm. One last shaking from top to bottom, stem to stern. The phrase one last shaking means a thorough house cleaning, get rid of, getting rid of all the historical and religious junk. This is the message Bible. There is a lot of religious junk gonna hmm. have to be cleared. So that the unshakable essentials stand clear and uncluttered. Do you see what we've got? An unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship, deeply reverent before God, for God is not an indifferent bystander. Mm. I believe we're in a time, Steve, when we're gonna find that God's not a bystander. Mm. The Godhead, is they're not just standing by in a passive mode. The world thinks that, that God's just gonna Oh, uh, just watch things, maybe, but he's not going to do anything. He's a bystander. But he says, we're going to come to, to some time. And I believe that we're moving into this time when everything's going to be shaken in the spirit realm and the natural realm. I believe mm. there's some kind of shaking that's about to take place in our government. I don't know exactly what it is. Perhaps it's a constitutional crisis. Perhaps it's a war. I, I don't know what China's gonna. I don't there are so many options. Um, but I know this our God is not going to be an indifferent bystander. And he said, I'm I'm going to allow a great shaking, but it's going to bring a reset of the nation back to its covenant roots. So in June, July, and August, Dutch, myself, and so many of our prophetic Hubs have called for our intercessors to go and do what was also uh, told us to do in the prophetic room paint your borders again with the forward of America. Uh, And that forward was written in the prophetic word, it was written like the forward in a book, okay, not going forward, the forward. Uh, The foreword of a book tells you what is coming up in the book. Well, that was done with our nation. What did our founding fathers do? What did our God do? He gave principles that our nation was to be founded upon. Our nation was founded on biblical principles, one after the other. So we've gone to our borders, our state borders. We've anointed them with oil. And this is. Steve, I mean, it—it's humbling to think about it, but we've had over a hundred thousand plus do it. Go to your state borders, pour out oil, and declare the forward. What God said at the founding of this nation.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com/give.
3: Go to your capitals, pour out the oil, and declare what God says. Uh, about our founding uh, from our founding fathers and uh, well they've gone to schools they've gone to every intersection they go to the ports everywhere anyway we've been declaring the portals uh, the, the forward in preparation for whatever this shaking is that we're not going to get shook Yeah, we're going to stand and we're going to see God reconnect to our covenant roots and um, this is uh, this is challenging us in many ways, but uh, the prophetic understanding now is just I uh, I can't keep up with it really. It's just, is is it
1: like to... this? Just you know, the opposite of a job experience where all he's coming and saying these bad things are happening. I mean, but the world's being shaken, and is it fair to say? If you're not shaken, you'll probably be on the other side of a job experience where not everything is falling apart, but everything's starting to work together. Uh, that's kind of um, what I'm seeing.
3: Mm-hmm. It, it, he has said so many times, don't get shook. You're yeah. a part of a kingdom not being shaken, that he has warned us over and over. And I mean, dozens of times in prophetic words, not just one or two. Yeah. Um, don't get shook or don't be shaken. The reason has to be that if you're not focused on what God and what what God says on His promise, and you don't set yourself in faith uh, for the battle, you're going to get shook. Uh, There's a possibility. But we are a part of a kingdom that is not to be shaken. And Holy Spirit is preparing us. And in doing so, He is opening up the angel armies to us at levels that i've never seen before i've never seen the angel activity like that i've been seeing it the last three months even today i was noticing the angels that are around and that are engaging for for our times and these are the big guns steve these are mighty ones something very significant is up god means business right now. Why, because the enemy is at war trying to stop mm. the great campaign of King Jesus for a billion soul harvest. Mm. He wants to stop it. It was the first thing that Holy Spirit ever spoke to me when he, when he talked to me about angels 15 years ago, uh, praying by lake all night long. I'd been there many times. The first thing he said, and I wasn't there praying about angels. I was praying about a need that we had, but he wanted to talk about angels. But he made a statement that, that changed my life and has now become five books. Whoa. Wow. He, he said, first of all, I will now lead. This is 15 years ago. I believe it's now in this moment, Steve. I believe this is now. Something so powerful is happening. Something so significant is stirring in the spirit realm. Wow! And he's gonna stop the rating of harvest. He is determined. I've often said 2000 years ago, two thirds of the Godhead did not come to this planet to lose. King Jesus came, Holy Spirit came to begin a kingdom on this earth and they're not gonna lose. But he said, uh, out by the lake, I will now lead another campaign for the king. I knew that's Jesus. Similar to Acts chapter two, only this time I'll be bringing far more of the angel armies. Wow. And I believe that that is now happening. In fact, it is one of the prophetic words that has been stirred these last three months and we may get to in a moment because he prophesied the angel gate is now open. That is the war gate where angel armies ascend and descend. And that prophetic word is a part of maybe what we will get to. The second thing he said to me as he began to download angel armies, and he still is, I think I'm now up to 12 different divisions of angel armies, with thousands in each.
1: 12 one. different divisions. divisions. Of just Is that one in the same as if you say the host of heaven? Is that the same thing as angel armies? Is that? Yes, endless? it is. Okay. Well,
3: Lord Sabioth is Lord of hosts. That's okay. the Lord of angel armies. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but he said this also, the greatest days in church history are not in your past. There in your present and in your future. Guys. Nice. So whatever's happening, this great shaking is only going to lead to greater times for the, the true church, mm. the, the the remnant church, not the nominal church. Uh, he's getting rid of the r- religious junk and a lot of this mm. nominal Christianity. Oh, uh, and like you, I, I don't want to, I don't I don't want to come against individuals, but yeah. the idea. That our God is some bystander and we're going to have these seeker sensitive whatever services and not allow him to speak or whatever, not allow warfare praise and worship and not allow the word, the real word of God to be preached. No, that's not that's not what this is about. Whatever the shaking is about is going to. Uh, lead us to a great reset and greater times. The greatest days are in our future. I believe that. And I believe that's why the angels, I believe, uh, are assisting us. And uh, uh, I, I absolutely know that prophetic words are now being breathed upon as the pieces are coming together to be lifed for these times. And what Jeremiah prophesied is about to happen concerning the prophetic words for our times. He, he remember God told him, I'm gonna put my prophetic words in, give them to you so that you prophesy to the nation and your words will uproot, they will tear down, Jeremiah one night, they will uproot, they will tear down, they will build up and they will plant. Wow. So there are some things that these prophetic words that we're giving are going to uproot and some things they're, they're going to tear down and there there's some that are going to build and plant. That's why I went to Washington DC last weekend. I was on an assignment and I went in front of the white house and I prophesied prophetic words to the White House, took camera crew, we filmed it. And I invited people to pray with me concerning this prophetic word because we were going to uproot some things and tear down. Mm. And, uh, and some of the prophetic things that, that I, I'll talk about in a moment, I guess. I mean, I declared them there. And so far we know of well over 130,000 or so that have decreed that with me. So, Think of the power yeah. in that. Mm. Reset, reset. Yeah, yeah. And the uproot. And uh so um let's get into one of the visions that yeah, awesome. Unless you have some questions. No,
1: no, I'm to, I'm I'm being more quiet than normal because I don't want to miss any of this revelation. So yeah, go
3: for it. I feel like this one is coming to its moment and it needs to probably be elaborated on just a little bit. Uh because I'll probably get into an area maybe not understood quite so much as other things concerning angels. I mean, we know Hebrews 1.14 that angels are ministering spirits sent to minister to the heirs of salvation. That would be us. They, they do. But this is more of a corporate higher level authority angel where the ecclesia is concerned. Because we're going to have to have them to win this war season. But we've got them. The gates open but um about well not about thanksgiving last year i was ta- i was caught up in the spirit realm yeah. and i saw a vision and then 2 months later in december i had the very same vision then two times in january i had the very
1: Really? He's just replaying? He's literally replaying? It was
3: literally a replay. Wow. Like you would watch a replay of something, a movie again, a movie again. And it was like, it was as vivid as a movie. God has used visions to talk to me all my life since I was a little kid. Really? So I saw this four times. And in the vision, I saw seraphim's. Uh, which are very mighty, powerful angels. Mm. Now, you have to understand that about uh, just a few months prior to that was the first time I ever saw a seraphim. Um, seraphim are the most powerful of all the angels. Uh, they're the highest ranking angel that there there is. All other angels would come underneath of these powerful beings. Mm. They have throne room ministry. They are assigned to protect the Godhead. They are assigned to assist any assignment the Godhead may give to them. They are just, there are times we are told when the seraphim will shout in the throne room and the very gates or doors of heaven would shake.
1: Really? Wow.
3: Now these particular angels receive direct influence or commands or directions from the Godhead themselves, either God the Father or the Son or Holy Spirit. Um, And I saw four of these powerful high ranking angels uh, in this vision but I had just seen them about four months before in our church service, which crazy. I, since the download of angel armies, 15 years ago, there has always been two angels present every week. One is a government angel. The other is a, uh, an awakening reformation angel. I oh. see them every week. They're, they're never not there. They're always there whenever we gather this particular time they split up and this huge angel the seraphim came between them and they they all they they bent over like this as though they were watching everything we were doing as an ecclesia but this great angel i've never seen any more powerful angel never felt any presence quite like it he he was probably I, 12 feet tall, maybe more. Very, very muscular. His wings were silver but translucent. Mm. You you could see through them. And his appearance was like a gold reddish color. Mm. Like the colors of fire. That That was like the colors of this awesome being. And his eyes were dark and they they just could look like like they could look right through you. And the whole appearance of his face and eyes were that of supreme confidence. Like,
1: yeah.
3: I'm a very powerful being. I know I carry the power and authority of, of the Godhead. But there wasn't no arrogance. It was just yeah. fact. He was, there was that kind of radiance uh, uh, about him. Here was a... He, he, he had a bright glistening light about him. A gold belt was around him. Was very tall, very muscular. And it's the first time I've ever seen one. Well, in this vision, I begin to see these high-ranking seraphims. Now, understand these again. These seraphims are on assignment from the Godhead, and we see this happening. Uh, in very strategic ways that i believe are speaking for our times and um we just have to listen with spiritual ears here because i know sometimes people are like i've never heard this particular well i haven't either
1: yeah, yeah i'm
3: walking into things that there's there's powerful realms in god we haven't tapped into yet that i believe we're going to and when he wants to open them we'll listen and but when lucifer led a coup attempt in heaven and revelations 12 talks about it one third of the angels were led by lucifer to take they were going to try to take over heaven you remember that okay well god could have taken care of that a lot of different ways he could have personally got involved and threw Lucifer out of heaven, and went to war that way. I guess he could have sent Jesus or, I mean, he could have just zapped him. I don't know. God could have done it a lot of ways, but to me, it's significant. Um, and um, Steve, this is fascinating to me. How did he do that? Yeah. Yeah. How did he take care of Lucifer and fallen angels, which were powerful, principalities? There were powers, there were mice, there were dominions in it that, that Lucifer was leading. How did he take care of that is significant to me. He turns to a seraphim in the throne room. His name was Michael. And he said, Michael, take care of this. And we are told that Michael and his angels, so Michael has angels. He, In fact, he is the special forces leader for the kingdom of heaven on earth and heaven. And in fact, he is also called the Prince of Israel. Uh, He's a mighty prince. I think he's the most powerful of all angels. But one thing we know for absolute sure, Michael and his angels fought the dragon, fought Lucifer and the one third that was with him and they threw him out. So Lucifer and his entire kingdom is no match for just Michael and his angels. Think about that. Yeah how powerful Michael really is, how powerful angel armies really are. Lucifer is doing is, is leading his things on earth. As we have heard uh, so many times from different teachers, faith teachers, especially he's leading by default authority. We give away. Hmm. We shouldn't give it away. Hmm. He's he leads through fear intimidation. He doesn't, he is not more powerful than our kingdom. He's not, but we have to use the authority that we've given. Well, would it, it wouldn't make sense that if God used seraphim to throw him out, perhaps we need seraphim on the earth to overcome this fierce warfare season that I believe is led by Lucifer and his princes and principalities, his kingdom. Also, you see seraphim in the area of communication on particular assignments. Gabriel is another seraphim. Actually, Michael and Gabriel are also archangels, but they're of the seraph order. Actually, Lucifer was also. He was a seraph, uh, but he's a fallen seraph. Uh, but anyway, and God sells Well, What does he do when he says, okay, I'll tell you what, we're gonna transition a new era on the earth. Hey, Gabriel, go to earth. You're gonna gonna go to a young lady, her name's Mary. Mm -hmm. And you identify the fact that we are going to come, we're gonna supernaturally put seed in her and the king is going to be born there. And he is also sent to Zechariah and Elizabeth because we need a forerunner announcing all this. And Gabriel was the messenger. In Daniel, when it was time to shift from uh, the the people of God out of the slavery there uh, in Babylon, what did God do? When Daniel prayed and fasted 21 days, he says, we send the answer, Gabriel, go. But you have a war going on in the heavenlies. And the prince of Persia withstood Gabriel, so there's a war going on. That, that's trying to stop what God wants to do in the natural realm, that Daniel had been praying and decreeing. A promise, a prophetic word that was about to come to pass or supposed to, but the battle was raging over it. And, and Lucifer's saying, no, you're not getting through and Gabriel's fighting. And when, after 21 days, there wasn't, there, there was like a standstill. What did God do? He said, Michael, go down and take care of this.
0: Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com/give and become a partner today.
3: And Michael came, and we see two seraphims involved on planet Earth with their armies ministering to. Set oppression, take care of oppressive government, aggressive oppressive powers, and to change a nation. why? because there was there was there was a declaration of the promise of God. Here's mm. what you promised God that Daniel was praying, he was believing his time, it's what your word says. How many thousands of us are saying God, this is what you say, this is what you say, this is what you say. What you say. Well, now the seraphim. I believe, are being activated to assist the government of God. These are mighty beings. Do I believe that Michael and Gabriel are now involved on things of earth? Of course I do. They have been. Why wouldn't the precedent hold now?
1: I mean, it's logical. It's just logical thinking. Even if you didn't have revelation, it's logical. If he did it then, of course, he never ceased using those. Seraphim.
3: Well, absolutely. And I believe, well, we have prophetic words that God has, has commissioned Michael and his armies uh, and uh, the prophetic word that Michael will release in sufficient numbers. Think about that. Yeah. His armies to take back the earth. That was the prophetic word. Yeah, He will release in sufficient numbers. Well, of course he will. Now, so in this vision, I'm hearing or I'm seeing these, these seraphim. And I'm just being introduced to this. I'm studying like, you know, when you, you, you hear something and you say, okay. And then you're diving into the Bible here and you're here and you're, you're, you're saying to guys, you know, what do you know about this? You know, that's, that's where I was. So now I'm, I'm seeing in this vision, these seraphim's. And also in this vision, then I begin to see 51 government angels, government angels. Now I know they're government angels by what they wear. Uh, It's the first angel I ever, that the Holy Spirit ever showed me. They wear purple. Hmm. They have this purple like uniform thing, uh, sash on, and they assist the decrees of the saints to what are we to do? The ecclesias to govern, reign, rule and reign. Jesus said, I'm gonna build a church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. It'll be a church that rules and reigns with me in my name. Well, these angels were the first angels that were shown to me and they wear a purple sash. Why purple? Because purple is a government color in scripture. Kings, and I can go through it. I do in my books. Uh, kings wear purple in fine linen. Why? Because it distinguishes authority. So these are government angels. What do they do? They assist the decrees that the ecclesia is making. uh, They also can assist the decrees that you make. They assist Mm -hmm. the heirs of salvation, but they especially assist the governing decrees that the saints are making with prayer prophetic words, and worship warfare. So they, these government angels assist that. Remember what, what God said in Isaiah uh, 51 and verse 16. He said, I have put my words in your mouth that, that I might plant the heavens and lay foundations into the earth they are seeds when we declare a prophetic words it begins to plant things into the heavens it plants things into the foundations of the earth that grow and become what's the seed do it becomes what it is whatever it grows to be well we have been planting seeds in the heavens seeds in, how many prophetic words have you put out yeah. i mean that, i mean that's your assignment or yeah. one of them yeah well, they're all seeds some of them were pointed into the heavens others were pointed into the government others are planted into the earth and God says I, 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 I'm laying them there they will grow and they'll uproot and they'll they'll finally grow to maturity becoming what's a seed do a tomato plant it's going to grow become a tomato oranges whatever you plant it's what you get well prophetic words that's these things yeah. what was sown what was the prophetic word? Now you're in the season. We are in the season. I believe, Steve, I, I don't want to embellish, but I believe we are in the season where millions of seeds, prophetic seeds yeah, in the heavens and the earth are going to grow to fullness. They're coming to pass. They're going to bear their fruit. No word God speaks is void of power. Come on. He, but but we can't also deny that we've been in a season of watering and watering and watering and watering and, watering and fertilizing. When's it gonna grow? When are we yeah. gonna get oh, the fruit man, of this?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: we are there. Man. It, it's ripening. Yes, calamity. One of the prophetic words is calamity is ripened, but also, so is the fruit of my word. So while calamity. Shaking's happening. Well, we're not going to be shaking. Well, calamity is ripening. But look beyond that. Look beyond at the seeds. Look through it. At the heart. Don't get shook. Let so that good. all be shaken out. I got to do it, and it's got to be painful. It's got to be. It's got to be severe shaking. It's got to be a great shaking. Why? Because they're not listening.
1: Well, and on that, Tim. We, we know and love the fact that it's going to be painful for the enemy and the bad and the wicked. But you're saying, are you saying it's got to be severe even for us, the believers, or how would you? I, I believe
3: I, it's going to be difficult, but not the same. We don't okay. suffer the same way. Right. And we overcome. Plus, yeah. we have angels to assist us. And so it is different.
1: Yeah good.
3: You know, it's one thing to go into battle knowing you're going into battle. It's another to be broadsided by it and not prepared. God has been preparing us. Now, when this hits, go to war. How do you go to war? With your words, with prophetic words, with your prayers. Be prepared to battle. Be prepared to run with angels. Be prepared to engage the fight. Don't be silent. Mm. See, if, 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 if this shaking silences us we're going to lose this time it's not our time to be intimidated it's our time to shine he's saying i don't want my church to be intimidated we're going to intimidate hell but yes a battle is a battle i've been through some spiritual battles and i won them but they were battles and i think that's the idea here that god is saying to us you're going to have to battle and you're going to have to stand strong in faith. That's why the shaking was attached. I believe the shaking prophecy that I read or not prophecy, but the word in Hebrews 12. Remember that is after a great cloud of witnesses. It's attached for a reason because every one of them went through battle that they won. Every one of them, not one of them that you can find in that list. Just we had a cakewalk. Uh -uh. No, let's look at Elijah. Oh, wow. Let's, let's fight about 800 prophets of Baal. Okay. Let's get so tired that angels have to feed us, but he won. Elisha won. Moses. Oh man, 40 years of hope deferred, but he won. You know, uh, look at the great heroes of faith. It's attached to that for a reason. Yeah. Don't get shook at the battle. In fact, uh, understand that you are going to be led into battle by Holy Spirit. He's a great planner. Don't worry; he's got good strategy for you to win. And can I ask
1: you a question? Now we've talked yeah. about this on another show, not maybe not necessarily yours, but. Jesus said multiple times, don't be afraid, fear not, fear not. It's, in, it's throughout scripture, it's what Jesus said. Um, uh, and being shaken, if you allow it, you're probably going to be in some level of fear. Um, so, my question is as you're talking to God's people, is, is God telling people you have a choice to be afraid or not be afraid? Is this an instruction when you say, don't be shaken? Is another set of words that don't be afraid, disallow fear in your life? Is is that a choice?
3: It is a choice. It's exactly right. That's what I see. It's a choice of faith or unbelief. Remember how many times pre-battle, and you can do this in your own head or those watching, uh, you'll see. How many times when Israel was about to go into battle did God give them some kind of pre-warning and say, don't fear, don't tremble, don't be dismayed? Ooh. He did it almost every time. Yeah. Uh, well, the obvious one, of course, is Joshua. Joshua, it's time. You could, it, it's time to cross. And, and, man, this is so prophetic. It's, this is this moment. This is September. This is on, onward through October and through the fall and into the spring. Joshua, it's time. It's time to take them over. You've you've passed the mountain around 40 years, crossed the Jordan. Now, what had changed? Nothing. The giants were still there. The enemy was still occupying that land. But now it was time to clear the land. And God said, first thing, don't tremble don't be dismayed do not fear and uh, even reminded him in fact you know if you read that closely he didn't just say that don't fear don't be dismayed he commanded him have not i commanded you
1: that's crazy, but yeah. He
3: now, when God commands you, don't fear.
1: And it's don't, not like we can yeah. say, "But I'm only human." Jesus said, "I made the human." Don't be afraid. I'm telling you. Oh, but, a-
3: but but he also said the reason. I'm commanding you, Steve, Joshua. I'm commanding you. Don't do not fear. Wow. But he added the line because, like I was with Moses. I with you. I am is so with good. you. So Here's why you don't fear. You're not crossing by yourself. We're not going to fight all these powers of hell and change and reset a nation by ourselves. We can't. I mean, but we don't have to. I, I'm coming with you. I'm bringing. I'm bringing. The, the mighty ones, I'm, I'm going to lead you. What, what did he say in Micah 2.13? The breaker, Messiah, the breaker will go before you. Oh, good. To break up, break out, and break through, and lead you into the land. So that's why you do not fear. But we are hearing that command over and over and over. Don't fear. Don't fear. Don't get shook. I'm leading, uh, uh, one of my prophetic friends, I won't give his name, but because I didn't ask, but here was his prophetic word. And it went straight, I mean, that got me. He said, what is bitter to your belly now will become sweet to your eyes.
1: Oh, nice, oh, nice.
3: So it's gonna be painful. We're gonna see some bitter things, but it's gonna become sweet to our eyes don't fear, don't get shook. Could there be a reason why there's 365 times in the Bible that it says, fear not?
1: Really? (laughs) One per day. Yeah,
3: Exactly. Every day, get up and declare one. I'm not going to fear.
1: And I mean, he also has that part, that word in scripture, uh, as long as it's called today, encourage one another. So he's got the command and he's got some, treatment or whatever the word would be antidotes to or to come and help you not be afraid i'm going to be sending encouragement to you as long as it's called today you're going to be getting encouragement even the hard stuff it's he's going to bring encouragement
3: well the the promise if we could we can go there but i know that you know them how many times have we heard holy spirit promise i'm going to pour out my spirit again Mm -hmm. Outpouring after outpourings, after outpourings, from glory to glory to glory, surge after surge after surge. That's promised also. And that's, a, that's beyond the shake. In the shaking, there can still be outpourings. There can be, I mean, this is going to be such a shaking, but such a reset at the same time. And we're Ooh. going to be pulled every which way. And our focus has got to be on the Lord. You can't, look at the, you can't look at the natural realm. You can't look at what there's, you can't listen, they're liars. I mean, the liars in the media are wherever. They're gonna lie. Listen to what God says. And he has said this over and over. And that's what, it, that's what these 51 government angels do. They assist these decrees. They assisted my decrees in Washington, D.C., they assisted my de- my decrees on Sunday morning. They assist your decrees. They assist our prayer teams at the borders, thousands of them. They assist Dutch in giving fifteen. They give him your every sh- every time you prophesy. These angels can can go to to work. The first time I saw these angels, and I don't know how much time we've got. Oh, but, We're
1: doing good. Uh, it's your I, call.
0: <laughs>
3: well, how about I at least tell you this? Yeah, story no, that? I mean,
1: yeah, definitely. I oh, want you can't stop now. You already got me going on the next thing. So.
3: We were in Tucson, Dutch and I. Yeah, uh, were on uh, an Awakening Reformation and Awakening tour. Uh, this is about six years or so ago, 2016. But um, and several other speakers with with us. We were in Tucson, Arizona, and I just preached a, a sermon on the standing king. Mm. And after that, we were moving into decrees and prayers for about an hour. We have one session that we, we didn't have a speaker. We'd allow an hour for prayer to pray all these things we've been decreeing and, and praying and uh, invite everybody. I mean, we just prayed. And one speaker after the other would come up and pray, and we just kept rotating, going through So I stepped off to the sides and it's time to begin this. And this was a big building. 2,000 people were there, something like that. Huge box building. And I look over to the side and all down one wall, I see lined up these government angels, purple sash. I've seen them many times. Hmm. Uh, I've seen them I don't know how many occasions. Wow. Then across the back, same all lined up, all the way up this side. And I said, Holy Spirit, I have never seen this many government angels in one place before. And Holy Spirit said to me, there are 51, if you wanna count, one for each capital and one for the nation's capital. Well, I didn't count, I I was not gonna go there. If that's what you say, I'll take your word for it. So I'll be like, I didn't really know what to do. So we're starting to pray and I see this and I'm starting to pray in other tongues, pray in the spirit. And I said, I went over to Dutch because he was leading these conferences. And I said, here's what I saw. And And so long story short, we begin to decree over the states and had people that were there 2000 or so, whatever state you're in, dec- make decrees of, of your state. We're declaring the forward again, declare promises. Yeah. Well, as we did that, these, these 51 angels would leave the room and we did it until they all left.
1: No kidding! Wow.
3: They were on. And I, I said, Holy spirit, why are they here? What's what's. And and he had said they were 51, and he said, well, they're here to get their assignments.
1: Goodness gracious.
3: They're on wow. assignment with the ecclesia, and we gave them their assignments. We proclaimed the word of the Lord. It's so crazy, because, you know,
1: years ago, we would have thought of God's angels are busy, uh, and and they God keeps telling them what to do. I think the first time I ever heard that it was different was James Gall this is almost 30 years ago Begin wow. to declare about the the unemployed angels that were standing That's around it. Yeah. yeah and so I never even thought of that but it, this is becoming very clear now that they get their marching orders oh, oh Psalms
3: 103 verse 20 tells us angels hearken to the voice of God's word when you voice God's word They hearken, they listen, they obey, they 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 begin to work the word. That's why you say what God says. Voice it. Who's the who there's only one being or one group of beings on the planet that do that, and that would be the ecclesia or the remnant, the, 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 the people of God. Nobody else is voicing God's word. We're the ones that do that. And when we come together and we voice God's word. Government angels will assist, and they are under the, the seraphim because there's a hierarchy of angels. Government angels are very powerful. Don't get me wrong. They are very, very powerful. But they, uh, the seraphim are over them. Michael has angels under him, and some are government angels. Anyway, because this could take a long time, but I, I, <laughs> I'll break so it so in
1: interesting, here. though, very interesting
3: I saw in this vision four seraphim and I saw the 51 government angels. Now, in, I saw this in Tucson. I saw the 51 the first time. Now I'm seeing them all in this vision and they are now in Washington, D.C. in this vision. So I see the 51 government angels and I saw four seraphim in Washington, D.C. Okay. All of the 51 angels are doing the same thing. And this is, you have to understand in a vision, you see things that are, I mean, there's, it's not reason, but they are all somehow in this vision, our decrees, our words had become thread, like word threads. Okay. Yeah. And, all 51 of these government angels under four seraphim watching and under their cover, they were taking these word threads decrees of the Ecclesia from all over the nation and world. They were taking them as 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 thread and they were weaving a cocoon Hmm. around Washington DC with word threads. Well, we know what a cocoon is. Yeah. Within a cocoon, a caterpillar worm, he weaves that cocoon because metamorphosis is going to take place. And uh, when when he leaves, he comes out different, comes out flying, beautiful butterfly, not a worm. Mm. These angels were taking our decrees and, and it was like word thread and they were Weaving a cocoon around Washington, D.C. And then as they are weaving, and I could see them with weaving this cocoon, I then heard Holy Spirit say one word, and he said it very loud. Like it almost in the spirit realm sounded like thunder to me. Ooh. I know this is supernatural, but it's I don't grand. know how to it's say so it. Except yeah, to say I mean,
1: it. it's really powerful.
3: He said one word and it sounded like thunder. It was so loud. As they were weaving it, he he shouted reformation. Only he didn't say it that way. He said it reformation. Wow. Wow. And of course I knew something is happening. The shaking's coming, but the angels, Holy Spirit, They have a plan, and our words are wrapping cocoons around our capitals, around our government.
1: Are you talking about notable public intercessors or little grandmas in the nursing home? I'm talking about
3: the heirs of salvation, which would be the joint heirs with Christ and the heirs of God, and that probably is little kids making decrees, grandmas making decrees, and and uh everybody, yeah that is making a decree i, I the body of Christ I would yeah. say, but yes, the ecclesia itself is now gathering for these powerful decree type worship warfare decree type meetings i I lead one every sunday i I, I just it's it's just in me. Dutch leads one every day. You do to a a, a de- decree the de- degree also because you're you're giving that word to what to who a grandma a yeah housewife a, true a single mom or you know a dad or families or even churches it yeah. it, it, it it's it's all of that but those those words. Those, the angels are listening Hmm. and somehow, somehow they're weaving, they're using them to weave a cocoon and reformation. I believe in a nutshell, Steve, the shaking is about the great reset or reformation. And that's what he said, reformation. There's a reforming of this nation back to its covenant roots. What principalities and powers have tried to do, the Ecclesia will rise, declare God's word, and assisted by, of course, our great king, by Holy Spirit, and by angel armies. The angel gates open. We're about to to see the great victories that we've proclaimed just like Daniel did when it didn't look like it was ever going to happen. It's not what it looks like. Don't look there. Don't get shook. Reformation's coming. We're going to win so big and a billion soul harvest is coming. I believe it. And those that are watching, please come into agreement with this. Pray these things with us. You become, I mean, fuel these angels, give them thread. You know, I mean, give them something.
1: That's so uh, good. Well, uh, um, Tim, uh, go ahead and pray for the people in that vein, and that people that people can join their hearts in agreement with this as you do. As you do that,
3: I will do that. Yeah. Father, I thank you for your Ooh. warriors. I thank you, those that are watching. I know, Lord, the kind of mm. people that that view these kinds of programs. Yes, Lord. They are those that have your heart. Yes, Lord. And some of them, Lord, have been. They have been making decrees and praying and interceding mm. for decades. Yeah, Some are new at it, but they are committed. To all of them, we pray, a great refreshing would come by you, Holy Spirit. I pray that a determined heart would rise up inside of them and a, a faith that, that is gut level that stays so focused and will not get shook. Lord, I know these warriors. Mm. I know them by the spirit. They don't get shook. They look hell in the eye and bind it. They won't back up. We're not of those. We don't put our hands to the plow. I know Mm -hmm. that. I know that of these warriors. And I just pray for them, Lord, that supernatural strength would come. May their heart be enlivened with promise that helps on the way mighty ones are with them outpourings and refreshing will come. You are, you are there. You're going to do things in the supernatural realm that we cannot do that. The angel gate is open over, over churches that are viewing this and over house churches and over prayer groups and over families and Lord, you are doing some things that that only you can do. And we believe Lord, that you are hearing and you're answering from heaven. We believe that hundreds of thousands, even millions of seeds, that these warriors watching today have planted, they're gonna grow to fullness. And while the shaking is real, we lift our eyes and we look through that and we say, yes, but we're not going to be shaken. God's going to shake and shake the iniquity. He's going to shake down powers of darkness. Thrones are going to topple government iniquity and tyranny and oppression is going to fall, but we're rising up as a strong army garrisoned by our great God. The authority of heaven is on our lips. His word is in our heart and we are declaring our triumph. We will march with our God. We will march forward into great victory and we will We will take back what the enemy has stolen, just like he did. We will cross over into new territory, just like Joshua did. Mm. Our adversaries will scatter before us. And eventually, the spoils of war will come into our hand. We will have more than we started with, in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen.
3: Yeah. Praise God. Tim, thank well, you I so much.
1: I do too. I mean, that was so good. I, I'm, I'm emboldened. I'm encouraged. All of the above. Hey, how do how do people get to your church? Is it what's the what's your website?
3: Oasiswired.org.
1: Oasiswired.org. dot Yeah.
3: Or Tim Sheets Ministries. And yeah. so, so, that, that too. works
1: too. Okay, there it is. The Oasiswired.org. So.
3: That'll get you to five or six different areas
1: yeah and remind people what city you're in so they
3: i'm in middletown ohio that's right between cincinnati and dayton on interstate uh 75 i can be in cincinnati in about 40 minutes and dayton in 30 so oh wow right-
1: very good yeah. yeah. very good right centrally located all right tim god bless you thank you so much uh a reminder everyone ivana tia will be with us tomorrow uh, don't miss that either. Thanks again, Tim. Appreciate all you do. Bless you. Bless you. Have a great day. See you all later. Bye bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at elijahstreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.